peanut butter is bad podcasting food. It's pot. Say it. I hear you right now. I. and taxons if you manage to find some earbuds welcome to the wonder years for all your animorphs rereading and eventual rewatching needs my name is sarah and i don't know why i'm saying and like, I <laughs> I like oh shit. and and it's me blair also seda is here hi natural naturals <laughs> <laughs> um it is it's it's a new year it's a new us yeah um and not in any sort of uh, quantifiable way but no. <laughs> I mean last time we recorded I was full of beans right now I'm full of peanuts so a different legume that's different exactly I've like oh, moved uh, sideways it's a lateral move yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> mm. um, so I'm not usually one for new year's resolutions but I've decided to do the new york times crossword for a whole year so I'm expecting that'll that last streak. about a month and yeah, then I'll that's forget. Wild. <laughs> um, I just like I was like I'm paying for this. I should do it, right? Um, and so now yeah, I'm like, yeah. I when everybody <laughs> was posting about their streaks last year, I was like, oh fun, I want to play. And then they were like, give us money, and I was like, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was doing it. My roommate basically did the same thing. I was like, ooh, do the crossword with me, and she's like, cool. And she paid for it for about a month, and she's like, I don't like this as much as you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, now she just like. like, does she like you just do it together? <laughs> yeah, she, we do it together now. She like that works. Crawls up next to me and like, hey, let's Aww. look at some black and white squares. And I'm like, we can do that. <laughs> I truly crosswords seem like something that would be exactly my shit. I like words. I have a like decently large vocabulary. But I feel like the reason I seem to have a large vocabulary is because. I know enough roots of words and I know enough like simple stuff and like patterns of language that if you say, here's a word, what does it mean? I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have that big of a vocabulary. And so a crossword's like, what's a word? Come up with this word right now. And I'm like, it's a combination of like, it's a combination of like weird trivia and like, oh, that's the other thing. Can't right. Fucking do any <laughs> trivia. I've got zero trivia knowledge and skills. Me, me neither. I usually just try to count on those being filled in by the other ones that I can yeah, kind of guess. Um, but because, or sometimes I'll be a cheat and I'll Google it, but not crossword answers, just like Wikipedia, <laughs> which I consider sure. half cheating. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's more fair. I've definitely downloaded other qua- like crossword apps to be like, I'm going to do this thing that's probably good for my brain, presumably, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it makes me, uh, I only, I can only do it at one time, like, it's the only thing I can do, I can't, like, listen to a podcast and do a crossword or whatever, at least not if I want to pay attention to a podcast, which is something I need more of in my life, (laughs) like, (laughs) activities where I just do the one activity, right? um, and are actually, like, good for me. Right, totally. Um, yeah, the only the only activity man. that I do regularly is playing League of Legends, and Lord knows that's been bad for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Only because you can listen to podcasts while you do it. Literally, that's the only 
activities. I couldn't listen to podcasts while playing. Well, then you're not only doing one activity. That's what I mean. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Counterpoint. I've been playing Outer Wilds a lot. Have you heard of that game? I've heard of it. Yes. I've seen of it on Twitter. Um, and that is, um, uh, that is like the second game in a row I've been playing where I have been, you know, no, nothing, anything, just the video game. I did that with that and I did it with Resident Evil 2 before because I wanted to get spookumsed. Ooh, did it work? Uh, yeah, Resident Evil 2 scared the shit out of me. And there is a <laughs> planet in Outer Wilds that I am so fucking terrified of going to that I haven't even touched it yet in my 13 hours of play. Huh. Hmm. Outer Wilds is a very, very good video game. Nice. <laughs> you heard it, you Blair, heard it here first, folks. Blair, I don't know if you would like it, but I think Roz would like it. I probably would like it. I'm just bad at video games. The thing is, the, the control... <laughs> sorry, okay. We're, we'll leave the game recording after this, but just the controls in this game are really weird. Like, everyone I know, myself included, who, like, plays a lot of video games is having a difficult time with them. So it's kind of like a, a tabula rasa as far as playing games is concerned. Interesting. It's, the like, being... Sucking shit with the controls is kind of baked into the game. Cool. Ugh, awful. Well, that comes intuitively for me. <laughs> that, that just sounds like another barrier that I don't need. <laughs> but I also understand the appeal. Isn't there just? Isn't there also a game called Outer Worlds? There is the Outer Worlds. Okay, so and that's one of them's a Fallout. <laughs> yeah, Outer Worlds is the Fallout. Outer Wilds is the space exploration game. Okay. Though that doesn't make any fucking sense at right. all, does it? I was going to say, that seems very <laughs> I mean, counterintuitive. You go to other planets in Outer Worlds, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> and Outer Wilds is more about charting unknown territories than it... Whatever, fuck it. It's Animorphs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess it's Animorphs. I wish we went to space in this one. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Instead, we got to look at this really good cover of uh, the bird turning into a taxon yeah yes. my my first note is like wow right off the bat this fucking cover y'all <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah got bird turning into big slug monster tongue coming right out of a bunch of teeth and little ghost tobias sort of in the background looking 11 oh and <laughs> also baby. too blonde yeah yeah uh per per the uh per the seropedia page uh anabase says this book featured a new tobias cover model ursula albano the art director for Animorph shared this story with us about the discovery of the new Tobias. We couldn't find a kid in time for the shoot, so the pr- photographer asked the agency to send over any old kid to stand in. Our artist, David Mattingly, would alter to fit the character. Well, a boy shows up kind of out of nowhere, skateboard in hand, and knit <laughs> hat pulled down practically to his eyes. Okay, so that when was pull- Marco. <laughs> <laughs> when he pulled his hat off, we knew we found the perfect Tobias. Tonya, the editor for Animorphs, and I just loved him. He was blonder than the first Tobias, but was perfect. He was Tobias, a happy accident from a desperate situation. <laughs> I, that is so, a weird way to describe the character of Tobias, but okay. I, yeah. I struggle because, first of all, I picture Tobias as being like a maybe blonde-ish, but only blonde in the way that people who don't want to have brown, brown hair say that their hair is blonde. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and also much longer. I for some reason I always pictured him with like almost almost shoulder length hair. Same, totally. Um, yeah. So so this is um challenging me. Uh, but like you know what I do love is the very third, the smack middle, right in the middle image where yes. you got bird with many teeth and tongue and little grabby hands. It's like Loving an alien that. dinosaur. 
Yes, it's <laughs> sick. It's so yeah, cool. honestly, this is like this is like on, I, I know it's because it's like it's animal to animal, but this is a this is a much less upsetting uh, version of the covers than I normally find them. It's all this animal to animal, animal baby. It's true. Um, <laughs> I get what I, you mean. Though. I don't know. I find the taxons pretty upsetting to look at just on their own merits. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, fair. It's because they look a little tapewormy, I think. Yeah. I uh, do like how they have little crab claws all up and down their body, though. Um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I like that. Lobster. Lobster? <laughs> whatever. Some kind of crustacean claws. I like it. Sure, I think it's, yeah. it's kind of cute. They Not got, the tags on itself. They've like, got just eyes the all around mouth. Right. Yep. Which I'm still trying to figure out what with all of the digging they do in this book. They could how be prehensile. rocks. <laughs> How do we feel? I guess Andalites have prehensile eyes, kind of. No, those eyes, those eyes you look... can grab, right? Oh, I. <laughs> what What is the word I want? Maneuverable. I guess not really, but I will take it. Posable. Posable <laughs> on the figurines. <laughs> oh. I do really love the idea of Axe of Axe not being like in control of his eyes, but then being completely posable, so he's like. And someone's like, Axe, what's over there? And he just kind of like grabs his eye stalk and bends it. <laughs> Very mm. graceful. Like, a fucking, like a, a, a fucking, uh, what's this, like a scope in a submarine? Sure, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly <laughs> like a scope in a submarine. Yeah. So um, this, this book is called The Test. We can yes. get into how we feel about that later. And the, the, the tagline is, Tobias is about to face his biggest fear. Which is... Fair. Yeah, that tracks. Um, this, yeah. <laughs> in in that, if you want to rephrase it as Tobias is about to face the source of a lot of his trauma, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> very very directly, and in fact, face to face throughout a yeah. lot of this book. Uh, and in case you're wondering what the inside cover quote is, uh, it's surprise, surprise. It, hmm. I mean, uh, just vague enough to work, I guess. Sure. <laughs> defeated um also just some more trivia from the from the wikipedia uh this marks the 14th time that nanomorph acquires a human morph that, Interesting. that seems like a high number that does feel way higher than it should be right yeah yeah and it's it's not counting like the stuff where the, there, there's been like a couple of alternate timeline human morphs and that's this is the first time an animorph acquires a and this is me quoting the wikipedia directly acquires a human morph of the opposite sex interesting Interesting. I so for what it's worth, for as difficult as this book was, like emotionally, yeah. um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think it like we've had a lot of filler recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like this is like okay, but the philosophy of animorphs. Let's just it, focus on that again. Yeah. Yeah. It it actually like took me a few chapters to adjust to how much plot was getting thrown at us. Totally. Yeah. Like, like main plot, not just like, because we've had some filler books with a lot of uh, capital P plot. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this one like was like really in it. And I was like, oh shit, right, 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 right. There's like a lot Stuff going happens, on. Stuff happens, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, maybe, maybe I just, I, it's been over half a year since we last read a book since we read the book where taylor was introduced right yeah did I you didn't... remember taylor 
No. I did. And I, I was too scared to look her up because we're in real bad spoiler zone at this totally. point. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought it was like an in media res thing where it was like uh, okay, I guess I'm gonna find out who this Taylor person is in a couple of chapters, but by well, chapter five I was like I should look this up. Yeah, well I remembered because I feel they I remembered pretty quickly because as Tobias is like so pretty much the first like <laughs> chapter two chapters is just tobias having ptsd like very directly and he references offhand the torture and so i sort of put together oh taylor must have been that person but Mm -hmm. i i really it took some digging yeah Yeah, it is i i i that's not even true of me like i i these these books like apparently these books just if i didn't read them as a kid these books just evaporate from my brain as soon as we're done talking about them because (laughs) i had no recollection of that like look down the skimming through the wikipedia page for that book uh book number 33 um i was like oh this this is kind of ringing a bell okay yeah yeah, it's coming back to me but like in the moment i had no fucking idea Mm -hmm. is that the book it was book 33 when it happened yeah yep last device book um, the only reason I retain that information is because I remember the, uh, the Wikipedia article for that book specifically was like, this is the first reference of Taylor, which mm. the obvious implication therein was, you know, oh, she's yeah. going to show up again. <laughs> and so basically since then, I've been like looking for her. <laughs> yeah, know? that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one last thing before... Uh, at least I have one last thing before we get into the plot, if you guys have thought that stuff. But um, I'm looking on Seropedia, and I think this is a new edition, because I definitely would have noticed it before. I, I feel like I would have noticed it before. Uh, but they have started uh, doing parentheticals when the uh, animal that they're morphing has a na- has a proper name. Like, for example, the Tobias, there's like a list of morphs acquired and morphs used. And under morphs used for Tobias, there's human, parentheses, Taylor, human, parentheses, himself, Andalite, parentheses, Axe. But it is really fun to see Marcos, Morphused, Silverback Gorilla, parentheses, Big Jim, yeah. and Rachel, Morphused, Tomcat, parentheses, Fluffer McKitty. Yes. Um, it's so fun because this book, like this series forgets that it's Big Jim. And I think yeah. it's important that we remember that it's Big Jim. It's really important that we do remember that it is, in fact, Big Jim. Yes. So this book opens with... Um, uh yeah uh tobias the, literally the first two lines my name is tobias still a freak in nature and i was like i'm so worried about this. <laughs> but at the same time about the next like, hour of my life we're really in it now tobias <laughs> can i say this really threw me for a, like right off the bat this threw me because this like this assumed a continuity of reader that yeah, was not there because like we didn't we didn't have to go through the whole stuff of like walking through the construction site and all my buddies and this is, I mean he does give like a brief rundown of them but like but it's, he literally is like oh you know all this I'm sure yeah which is the I, I pretty much the first time in a mainline book we've had the yeah we've had the like introduction be like listen you know where we're at <laughs> right and I was like oh shit this is end game, baby. <laughs> right. I, I think it's because it's so difficult at this point, especially when we have all this like re- returning plot stuff. Yeah, totally. To like um, ep- episodize it. Yeah. Question mark, question mark, question uh-huh. mark. Not a word, but you understand what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that was really like, you know, that the like episodic television and that kind of thing was just starting to become really mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it wouldn't even really hit its heyday until a little while after this. So I feel like that was probably kind of cool at the time. <laughs> that right. they were like, we're just going to trust that you have 
had the investment in this series to read the other ones. Now right. let us go hand, like together, hand in hand, <laughs> into war. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, oh, yeah. You know and man, does this one wait, really wait, do it? Yeah, <laughs> it I does just, do it. I think um, I just realized something. Hmm. Hold on, let me, Google, let me just do this real quick. Uh, you keep talking. I'm going to look this up. I just have to look sure. this up real quick. So this, this book, um, after... Uh, uh, basically, Tobias just like clues us in on his trauma instead of the plot, which is yeah. fun. Um, the, uh, the only thing I really want to call out is that he talks about um, uh, the experience of like hunting for your food. He's like, oh, if you've never like just kill, like picked up and killed and eaten an animal, try digging your fingers into a peach, like, and then just ripping chunks out with your bare hands and teeth. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, that's why I eat mangoes in the bath so that I can just feel like a weird visceral animal but I'm Mm -hmm. vegan (laughs) right no totally um this book genuinely had some really remarkable prose in it at times yeah I have like I've written down a couple lines yeah yeah Yeah. um yeah I I I kind of had to rush through this because I did a very bad job of time management today and uh, I, I'm definitely gonna go back and like reread, especially the back half of this, because right. I, I definitely was trying to get through it quickly to get to the podcast. Yeah, I feel like Tobias is such a great narrator, though. Like he yeah. definitely yeah. like, he just his his little heart. It's so perfectly made for for teenaged angst, young adult writing. So true. <laughs> yeah. And I think that one of the reasons, like, I don't think an entire series just from Tobias's perspective would work for, in with this sort of, like, do you know what I mean? Like, sure, yeah. He would have to you, go you through need a more very different with... specific journey. Right. Like, where he becomes more positive and stuff. Totally, um, yeah. And, like, because we have the different narrators to switch back and forth from, it's okay that one of them is so dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all pretty dark at this point. But... Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it, it's okay that one of them was emo already. Yeah. The thing that I hit, um... oh, go on, Seda. No, go ahead. Um, the thing that I had uh, thought that I realized was, I thought this might be the last Tobias book, but uh, they actually buck the order uh, after the, after Good. book 45. I, f- I kind of, I kind of want to go into that blind. I think I don't want to know when people like who the next book is you know mm-hmm. yeah no mm-hmm. absolutely. yeah 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 we yeah. absolutely so um yeah we, we finish out we finish out this cycle uh 45 is marco and it's my favorite marco book mm-hmm. like so look forward to that one um and then from there it's just they block the order <laughs> yeah um so tobias is he he finds a news helicopter i think and follows that he's in the forest he's fucking around in the forest um doing hawk things um, and he uh, discovers like a news broadcast about a missing child, and he's like, "Gotta do, gotta do a hero, gotta do yeah. a hero thing." Um, little Bobby McIntyre is missing. <laughs> I like was he like saves this kid who had fallen in a sinkhole and like brings his dad to him, and I was just actively crying, and it was only page thirteen, and I was like, "I'm gonna die." I I'm know. Die in this book. I know. It, oh God. <laughs> I, and this this has one of my favorite like like my favorite moments in all of Animorphs are any time where they have to like put faith in a human to not be a controller and like just interact with normies. Right. And, and not even not a controller, just like to not 
to like trust that a bird is talking right. to you. <laughs> right, exactly. I, I, I um, th- like those are always my favorite moments in the series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, he yeah, because he flies down and talks to the dad and is like, I can help you find your kid. Just trust me on this one. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, Which, cool. I mean, truly, truly, like, and that level of desperation, um, I think if a hawk told me to find something, I'd be like, I mean, either I'm hallucinating or this is, like, going to be good information, and either way, I think I'll be right. okay, you know? You know what? I will just follow this at this point. Like, truly, what is the worst that could happen? I just yeah. get lost? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, and, like... Uh, I didn't even think about the consequences of this action, which neither did Tobias, and mm-hmm. that's the whole po- like point. Mm-hmm. Um, because he wakes up, uh, like at a vet's. Yeah, and... so he gets like bodied by a different bird, um, and then like yeah, wakes up in like a like a wildlife rehabilitation sort of center. Yeah. Um, and they're all like talking to him about how he's like the super bird who like saved the kid, basically. It's really sweet to hear, like, these, like, vet techs or, like, you know, veterinary people who, like, clearly care about animals, but um, now they happen to be talking to an animal who understands English, so he's like, this is so condescending. (laughs) Um, Oh, I know. It is actually, like, really fun, though, because they're like, hey, super bird, you to bird, look at the headline. Right. You don't even know. You're just a bird. He's like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, well, fine. <laughs> and then, like, the exact same time when all this fun stuff is happening, the vets are like, all right, we got to go home. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, be safe. Be careful. And Tobias is like, everyone leaves me. <laughs> Honey. It's like, oh, my God. Honey, and then he's like, no, 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 it's okay. They're just, they're just going home. They're just going home to their homes where they live. It's fine. They have lives. <laughs> and then... Oh um, the worst thing happens, which is a bunch of fucking Horkbizier break into this, like, clinic. Um, and they're like, because obviously, like, Visser 3 saw the headline and was like, gotta be an Andalite. Um, yep. And if it's not, it's just a bird, you know, so low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, I mean, the firepower they come into this thing with is just not necessary. <laughs> it's wild, genuinely. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if it is truly just a bird... Um, one or two controllers can probably handle it. And if it's an Andalite, like, at that point, it's probably stuck in morph, so it's still just a Burt. You, you know, there's, like, it... Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it needn't be a billion Hork-Bajir. And then also, like, all the Animorphs and their battle morphs. And I'm like, um, ma'am, this is a fucking vet clinic. <laughs> and, like, is there not a third group? Like, it, Taylor's group is also there, right? Right. It is and so... I'm like... I guess... <laughs> The square it's a footage. lot because like the hork bajir pick up tobias's cage and then tobias is like oh there are humans here i wonder if they're oh nope they got dracon beams wait why are they firing at the hork bajir what is all of this and then rachel's like hey buddy <laughs> what's up oh here is an insane line uh so when rachel appears and she like slashes at the hork bajir that is carrying Tobias, the way that this is described is her wild grizzly bear claws flashed like giant steel rigatoni. <laughs> Excuse me? 
You can't use pasta to describe something it's that the is like claws. Of pasta. It's Rigatoni not... isn't even a sharp pasta. It's maybe the roundest one. <laughs> Tobias just... doesn't know I... what rigatoni is. There's, there's absolutely <laughs> no way that's that Tobias. Tobias doesn't know his pasta shapes. He just knows macaroni, spaghetti, and then every other one is rigatoni. Still doesn't make sense. Still a crazy way to describe claws. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm just thinking about um, Tobias like, yeah, I like um, how Applebee's makes their mac and cheese. They do it with rigatoni and they're like, like with what? <laughs> you know, those like pointy ones the, with the ridges? Rigatoni. Um, a, a penne, maybe? What are you talking about? <laughs> Tobias just doesn't know pasta shapes. He doesn't. Oh. Uh. He's just a silly little boy. Yes. I, wanna, I want to take him to Applebee's. I know, I want that so badly. <laughs> Especially during this book. Yes. Because, like, mm. immediately, so he gets captured by a tailor who tortured him. Uh-huh. Um, and then he wakes up with a bunch of Dracon beams pointed at him, and she's like, hey, those Dracon beams are set up so that if they cha- if you, like, change size, <laughs> right. they'll go off. Right. By the way, fuck the Yerks. We love democracy now. Let's go. I kind of love the scene because he wakes up with her eating tomato soup. Yes. Um, Yeah, he describes her as just like snacking while they're like talking about war plans. Like she grabs a hard-boiled egg out of the fridge and it's just like, so I think we should kill the Visser. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so lovely. I mean, not lovely. It's just, it's just like what a perfect little piece of like, like like villain humanizing i guess yeah and it's especially great just knowing that she is like a teenage girl like you would just it would basically just be like if this were on screen you'd be watching a teenage girl just like eat snacks before doing her homework right totally her homework is uh, a coup yeah and her, and her snacks, <laughs> and her snacks coup, is yeah. drinking cold soup out of a coffee mug that is, is it cool? Because I feel like I heard. Oh, well, maybe it is. I don't know. I, I, if there was a, there was. It's hold on. I'm just gonna control F the, uh, the thing for microwave real quick. I just remember hearing something. I thought that there was a stove mentioned, but right. Let's see what we got here. Soup, 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 soup. Yeah, the smell of a canned tomato soup warming on the stove. Oh, yep, swarming on the stove. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> still drink it. Maybe this is a thing that other people do, and I don't just don't know about it. But do y'all drink? Do y'all like drink soup out of mugs? Um, tomato okay. soup, yeah, sure. Uh, I okay. don't anymore, but when I was bartending all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, tomato soup is just like um, tomato beverage. Mm-hmm. I would always put minestrone in there, and then I'd put a little Worcester and a little Tabasco and make myself a little uh, Virgin Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> to try and survive my day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, mug soup, definitely. Mug I, soup. I believe in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I haven't in a long time, but now that I'm thinking about it, I want, I think I, that would heal a lot of the holes I have in my soul. Is yeah, it mug probably. soup? Mm-hmm. Probably. Definitely, right? Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's always so worth trying. Ba- so basically she's like, I'm sick of the favoritism of the viscer. Uh, I'm sick of all of this. Um, help me overthrow him, please. And he's like, no, because um, <laughs> this is like, this sounds like, a, a trick right like it's a yeah. trap um and she's like ah, don't, don't worry about it um just go to this website um yeah. just bring this website Post to your in my friends forums when you decide bye <laughs> right it is truly so like that that setup and then how it pays off la- later is like some of the best shit 
It's um, really good. Oh, I also, so like as Tobias leaves, he does the very smart thing and gets, he morphs into something very small to check if there's been like a tracker chip implanted in him, which is like great and something that I think they should do more of, such as, I don't know, every time in the past few books when we've complained about the fact that they haven't just got really small <laughs> to get stuff out of their system. Tobias gets it. <laughs> Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but no, I was correct. glad to hear it. Yes, um, uh, yeah. He he, and then he flies over to um, Rachel and has the whole conversation with her. No, I, I think the whole group, right? Or is it just well, Rachel? Well, yeah, they they go to Rachel and then they all meet up at the barn in like the middle of the night. Right. Um, um, like and I love do. this. There's a moment where like. They're all fighting and they're trying to figure out whether they should do this plan, like, or, or whether they should trust Taylor and, like, message her. And Marco, like, Marco was like, oh, what? We should talk to the person who tortured Tobias? And everybody gets really quiet and, like, stares at him. And right. Tobias is like, oh, my God. They're trying not to mention torture around me. Those assholes. <laughs> and, like, has this, this really, oh, fuck. It, like hit me so hard and it's something i understand so much where uh he says their hypersensitivity made me mad did they think the memory would mess me up couldn't they see me getting stronger couldn't they tell i'd be fine yep i have that exact same quote and he's just like he's been so full of trauma this entire book clearly like clearly not dealing with what happened to him but the moment anyone's like i don't know if he's dealt with what's happened to him he's like fuck you Like, I mean, truth be told, Tobias is still, like, very much reckoning with what happened in the, totally. in the, the first night that he, like, the night that he got it. like, right. and that, like, in addition to being not over the trauma, the much more recent trauma of Taylor, like, he is still very much, like, dealing with that other trauma. Which I appreciate that yeah. being explored so much in this book, mm-hmm. because I feel like he hasn't super gotten into it in a while, like, he'll, he might, like, talk about, like, his humanity or something like that, but he hasn't sure. specifically dealt with his quote unquote, it wasn't a decision, but it was, and it wasn't, and it was, and it wasn't totally. At yeah. least he, he doesn't seem to know whether he totally did it on purpose or what, whether it was an accident and whether he feels relief or whether he hates it. And there's been talk of those emotions in general, but I feel like they, they get into it in a really specific way in this book that I really totally. appreciated. Yeah. I, I feel like, so I, we occasionally have problems with the characterizations of the protagonists in th- these books. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, Tobias generally seems to be very consistent for me. And this specifically, like, uh, not only gets Tobias, but, like, understands, like, the cognitive dissonance of trauma, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, and, like, man, because, like, literally when he, like, flinched away from them flinching away from the topic. Yeah. I, like felt it (laughs) yeah for real it's like so and like so infrequently discussed that like and it's such a specific thing to ah so specific yeah Mm -hmm. no and it's really well done and i Mm -hmm. appreciate that and i also appreciate that this book also gives us time for little bits of levity like when they decide yeah let's contact this motherfucker whatever it's well they basically give the decision to tobias which i appreciate how much these kids want to give the other ones agency whenever they can but they really seem to do it when it's the same thing as like hey marco what if we have to kill your mom right (laughs) or it's like tobias should we trust somebody who like tortured you right it's like 
absolutely there needs to be agency there but also the decision needs to be made with care but they don't mm-hmm. have that luxury right so no. yes uh, and, and so like, tobias is like yeah like maybe maybe i don't know maybe this is intentional and it points to some of jake's failings as a leader but like Put I, I I I don't really have anything to say that isn't just reiterating what you just said, Seda. But like it's 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 bad leadership. I don't know. Yeah. No, no. Totally. I think it. I think it definitely. No. I think that's totally right. I think it does speak specifically to Jake. He he seems. I mean, still battles with the idea that he's a leader. It's like one thing to like make the hard decisions, I guess, in the moment, but to be like to feel responsible for the pain of his friends. It's, I, I, mm. you know, responsible, responsible for the pain of his friends versus responsible for the pain of like, like the casualties of war, you know, yeah. um, are, are, are to- seem to be categorized differently for him in a way that makes sense in a sort of human psychology way. Uh, but yeah, definitely when it comes down to something that's personal, he, I mean, they all do, but I think like the fact that he, as the fearless leader doesn't step forward, um, speaks volumes, certainly. Yeah, and then, so, as they're making that decision, they switch right to talking about how they dug a laptop out of a dumpster and Axe made it work. Yes, and it's so good. It's like, a laptop salvaged from a dumpster, repaired by an alien kid and friend. It's like, uh-huh. And then Axe, they're all like, wait, how'd you make this work? And Jake is like, well, he once contacted his home world. I think I'm just going to let him figure out. And Axe is like, I didn't know you had to pay money for internet. <laughs> there the are so many good like, Axe lines oh my in this God. scene. My, yeah. the, the one where he tries to, the, the browser is like one of my, like one of like the, I got like that got a genuine like laugh out loud moment Yeah, for me. totally. Like because... the URL they're supposed to go to is Earth is Ours. And Axe writes down Earthosaurus. By uh-huh. the way, did we know Andalites have seven fingers on each hand? If we did, I forgot. We Hold I, on, hold on. Let me I take a look at the six, last time but, Axe has been on a book cover. Um, I feel like it's also been explicitly mentioned. I thought but I did think it was only six fingers on each hand, not seven. Because he he makes he's actually called like Tobias is like Axe is being uncharacteristically funny because Axe makes a typo and he's like, oops, guess fourteen fingers is too many. <laughs> this is also though such a like era of its time, like the amount of tomfoolery they have to go through just to get internet. Like if this were made now, first of all, all the kids would have cell phones with data plans probably. Yes, mm-hmm. but if the, even if they didn't, they just sort of walk around until they found an open wi-fi <laughs> right totally <laughs> but instead axe has to like hack the cell phone that cassie got given for emergencies <laughs> it's really good i i love this book i love this series and i love their how the themes of it are t- like timeless but how the c- major content of it has aged so much. totally yeah I, um, I i love the um this is like this I, I don't know i i just love like seeing things that have been dead for like 15 years in the same sentence as like institutions of the modern age like taco bell in the same sentence as borders always makes me giggle a little <laughs> also there's a moment or whenever they bring up like... orange julius i'm like yeah that doesn't exist Orange Julius? Actually, it does. Orange it Julius does. I've said that this. exact same thing on this podcast before and been <laughs> wrong before, and I just did it again because I my entire life is cyclical. No, the thing is, is like, 
um, Orange Julius is like a mall thing it predominantly. It only exists at malls, yeah. Right. And min- for me, malls are still like a staple in Minnesota. Mm. Um, I still regularly go to malls. Um, <laughs> the rest of the world does not share that quality. <laughs> so um, I feel like I probably have more interaction with an Orange Julius than the average human does. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe I went to Minnesota and never went to the mall. I know. I You need to come Crazy. back again. I need to. We need to go to the Corona restaurant in the Mall of America. Yes. Full stop. We desperately <laughs> do. Yeah. Um, also, there's a moment where, like, as soon as they get online, Marco's like, wait, 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 wait. Play the new James Bond teaser trailer. No, come on. Axe, please. Don't listen to everybody else. Axe. Honey. Like, Marco. Let me do a quick look of uh, what uh, James Bond movie that was. This is pre-YouTube, too, so, like, where? This would have been, it's on, like, the James Bond website. Like, they would have had their own movie website. That's right, um, yeah. You know, like, spacejam.com. Right, totally, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, this came out in, uh, this book came out in 2000, and the most, uh, the, the next Bond movie after that was Die Another Day, but that was in 2002, um, which feels weird for a teaser to be out that far in advance, which makes me think that this was written in 1999 before the movie The World Is Not Enough came out. That makes and sense that's the to me. One... That makes, yeah. Must yeah. be. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh-huh. great. I <laughs> um, was too topical. Way too topical. Yeah, um, whoops. <laughs> there's, there's another James Bond movie coming out, though, so you can hand this one to a 12-year-old now, and that's it'll true. make they still sense. get it. <laughs> I, I love that the new one is called No Time to Die. Like it's, it, I really like they're getting back to like the fucking sentence ass names of the old bo- of some of the older of some of the old Bond films. Totally. The first two uh, episodes of the latest Doctor Who series are called Spyfall Part One and Two. <laughs> stupid, so. so stupid. I'm, make, I'm, making that, is... I'm making that gif of like Oprah being like, "Are you surprised?" Face with the audience. No, it's the best. It's I know, so I good. They've got laser shoes. Uh. <laughs> I need to catch up on Doctor Who so bad. Yeah, me too. I um, yeah. I, I, uh, I stopped watching when the person I was watching it with uh, <laughs> broke up with me. But um, I really want to get back to it. It's Hell time. Yeah. It's time to heal those wounds with um with Doctor the Doctor. Who. <laughs> yeah, time time to watch the episode. Time to watch the two part episode where Rose dies or something. I don't know, but she's not extant by the time the next series starts. <laughs> uh, Doctor Who. Period. Um, yep. <laughs> Um, so they contact Taylor and they're like, yeah, okay, we'll meet up with you. And then they do, they, they, uh, send Tobias who, while he was being captured by Taylor, acquired her. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess I'd kind of forgotten about it until this moment when Tobias was like, and we knew exactly who I should be. And I was like, they're not gonna fuck it. And then they just have Taylor walk up to Taylor and like mm-hmm. this, this you know the the controller Taylor went through like serious physical trauma, and like that's why she became a human controller mm-hmm. because they were the only ones. This was the great commentary on the American medical system. They were the only way that she could get the reconstructive surgery that she like needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're putting this controller in front of like the person she was before, like her devastating injuries mm-hmm. and i was like "Ooh, we're already getting kind of cruel here guys do we think we're going down the right path 
are we sure? <laughs> Man, but it's so fun to like it's this. So this is good. This interaction is amazing because and like like yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, because it, it's it's like they or they go to like a cafe and like order drinks and like um, Tobias gets like a like a really like decadent dessert coffee basically yeah. and. Taylor was like, oh, you're putting that garbage in my body. Yes. Uh, um, and it's, and like, I'm like, oh, oh, we're already like playing off each other in a way that like, I love when heroes and antagonists play off of one another. Totally. Um, this was also <laughs> very much one of two enormously in your face trans moments. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> Where Tobias was just like, oh, walking through the world in this body feels really different and uh-huh. makes sense to me <laughs> and then later like says like when like when the Nothlet decision was happening is like and what I just have to go back to my the, all the problems of my normal life like foster parents and being a boy and blah and I was like oh like, hey explicit. sweetie <laughs> hi hey baby mm-hmm. <laughs> you wanna chat hey, <laughs> oh yeah it's it's I understand I mean, I never, like, dismissed the headcanons, but I understand them much more viscerally after this particular book. Totally. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Taylor unleashes her plan, or unleashes, explains her plan, which is basically, like, we're going to pump a bunch of natural gas into the Yerk pool, and then we're going to blow it up. And Tobias is like, eh, I mean, it seems like it's a bit much, right? And she's like, I mean, it's war, baby. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is, it's like, a, um, yeah, it, it, while she's explaining this, um, her host basically is like, don't listen to her. Yeah. Which, which is, is something they don't like, heed at all. <laughs> they don't. It's such a bummer. I... Yeah, the I mean, I know that they sort of talk about it at the end of the book, that there were so many red flags, but damn, there were so many red flags. There was and one like, very Tobias, explicit. Tobias <laughs> is like, oh, that's weird. Taylor was a voluntary controller, and like the Yerk and her worked together before. Why has the uh, Yerk decided to like become like has decided to enslave her now why aren't they working together especially now that the yerk loves democracy so much (laughs) and then you know taylor wants them to morph taxons and i knew it was coming from the cover but it still sucks yeah yeah oh my god it sucks and then like it sucks in idea and then sucks in practice yeah um it's it's the gang like the gang like gets together and acts as like no way guys like i've i've heard how taxons are like impossible to control and they suck but the most important thing to come out of this conversation there are two important things marco got a b minus in gym i relate so hard (laughs) also jake goes to get food cassie gets a veggie wrap and an orange soda rachel gets a seven up and a burger jake gets a coke Axie's a bunch of nachos. These are the details I care about. <laughs> yes, yes, brunch AU. This is like the teenage version of brunch AU. <laughs> so true. Oh my god, a fast like a mall fast food court. Mall rat. Yes. <laughs> mall rat AU. 
Uh, I'm oh. being quiet, by the way, because I just got a virus pop-up on my computer, and I'm trying to fix it. Oh. No, the Yerks are trying to hack us. That's okay. We got this. Um, uh, I, um, I, I like that while they're, so they're, like, figuring out all the, like, they're like, oh, that will blow up a bunch of controllers of all sorts of species. It also might blow up the entire land. We have no idea. And then Cassie is like, we can't do this. And Axe is like, chomping on nachos and is like there are a lot of inconsistencies between what you say cassie and what you do and she's like first of all motherfucker self-defense is not murder <laughs> this is murder mm -hmm. it's like oh i i do ugh. kind of love that she just does take the sideline on this mission you know i was so impressed by that like they they decide to go through with it and she's just like no I'm just not going to do this one. Absolutely not. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm so glad of that for so many reasons, but one of which is just, it just shows how strong her characterization is because so many series, I mean, ultimately, you know, that ends up being plot relevant. Right. But a lot of series would have dragged her along just to have the whole gang together. Right. And, and this, she has this, been dragged along so the whole gang is together in the past. So many times. Right. And like, but but this is one of those moments where the series is much more interested in being true to who she is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> right. And I think since this this book in particular, in particular is so explicitly about the consequences of war, I think, I mean, maybe it's because it's just been on my mind more, but I feel like more explicitly than this book, the series has been in a very long time. I think so, yeah. I mean, because so we are really like, I it's and maybe and it's also probably because of how much filler we've had recently. Like it just hits so much harder, um, like that actions have consequences, like real consequences. Totally, and I think part of that is very much that we are recording this in early January, twenty twenty. Definitely, um, where there are situations. There um, are. There are definitely situations. I also um, found that actually with Doctor Who, like one of the most recent episodes, they uh, travel into a real human war that happened on Earth, uh, mm -hmm. just to specify because it is Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the characters is feeling very hopeless, a character who's from this time. And the doctor was like, these are the dark times. Darkness never lasts. Uh, you know, it, it, it can't in the face of human. And I literally just burst into tears. It was like, oh, no, world too difficult for Doctor Who. I don't know if I did. And I, like, felt that a couple times in this book where I was like, I don't know if I have the thickness of skin necessary to engage with this right now. Totally, yeah. <laughs> I I, I mean, it's, it's such a complicated feeling, right? Like, it's, I feel like, like so grateful that like books like this were written for the age group they were written for you know totally um especially i mean it's not like they knew the future but if this was released in 2000 in america then like in the next year they would be super super relevant to a right, lot of totally and i mean yeah and there was already like rising conflicts happening in the first place which is yeah i mean has to have been part of the reason you know yeah um and and i mean that on top of like it's it's just like it, when we think of like other media that like kids consume especially today a lot of it's very jingoistic you know totally yeah um, yeah, yeah like i am um, uh, 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 a uh, 
this would have been I was living in my last place so about a year ago um uh Call of Duty the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare was free on PlayStation Plus so I was like yeah I'll pick this up sure um and I played the first 15 minutes and I just like I just had to turn it off because it was just so that like, like such, so jingoistic. such obvious war propaganda like it, yeah like yeah. so much like it has like literally the op- like there was the opening mission of that game and then which is like a prologue in which all the soldiers get killed and then the first actual proper mission of this game opens with you like watching this really inspiring uh middle eastern uh uh politician giving a really rallying speech on a stage with things that you would ostensibly agree with and then you get in a car and go into the back streets and just see like executions and like just like dog fights Jesus, and just yeah. like it, yeah it's <sighs> it is it is so insane because I have memories of so I never I was I mean I wasn't a gamer growing up but I like my parents would have not allowed games like that in my household um, but I would go to like friends' houses and like mm. see their brother playing like Call of Duty and just like mm-hmm. watching it happen and I'm like holy shit like is anyone like so i i'm not a pearl clutcher when it comes to the content that kids consume on a like a violence level i don't think violence necessarily makes unkid friendly content sure um it it all has to do with the framing of it like animorphs is violent it's a violent series but it like the purpose is not to be like isn't it cool it's like isn't it horrible that we have that people have to make decisions like this? Yeah, you know? never. And and even like even when they are what I would say is slightly too casual with killing because it's another species or whatever, it's still not treated as a moral good. It is if anything brushed over because it's a little bit too much to like come face to face with. Right. Um but it's never like oh, look at our victorious blood-smeared faces as we emerge from the battlefield. It's like, right. fuck, we barely got through that, and mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't, and it was awful the entire right. time. Right, and I mean, like, they don't do it as much as they do with, like, human casualty, um, especially, in, I would say, in, I mean, like, it's it's interesting. So this, this book definitely talks about how, like, um, there's going to be human casualty. We're wiping out Yerks, but there's going to be human casualty because... Yerks are inhumans, you know, um, yeah. and there's discussion about that. Uh, and I, th- but I think like, and we don't get that as often with just like strict human casualty. But it's like we also get like conversations about what it means to kill Hork-Bajir controllers and stuff like that. Right, and Cassie explicitly is like, uh, Cassie can no longer like there. There was a time in this series where they were all pretty much okay with like blowing up a ship full of Yerks because fuck it. There's a bunch of Yerks up there, mm-hmm. but now they've met enough Yerks who want to be peaceful or who want to resist um, right. in some way that Cassie's like, no, we can't just kill Yerks like across the board. We know that they have their own individual personalities. It's not intrinsic to Yerks to do this. They've just been brought up in this uh, horrific empire that teaches them this is the only way of life, but it isn't inherent to them, and we can't just straight murder all of them. Which is such a complex idea, and something I'm so, like, it's it's complexity I'm so glad to see explored, and, like, specifically in this book. Totally. Like, like that. Um, and it, it's because it, it it it's important and also trusts the audience to understand why this is a complex issue but one we can and have to talk about you know 
Yeah, I, absolutely. I feel I feel like there's there is a hesitancy to trust kids with ideas like that. But I I read like complicated books when I was in grade school, um, totally. and I understood what was happening. You know, um, yeah. I, I feel like uh, Kay Applegate and the ghostwriter she hires, um, definitely like don't. I mean not like not unilaterally don't pussyfoot around shit you know they like Mm -hmm. it's it's important to trust kids you know (laughs) absolutely I mean I think that's ultimately why they were so popular like I think that a lot of kids got into it because ooh animals Um, right but like I uh, most kids just want to be trusted that they can think for themselves because they're still figuring out their individuality so they want to be assured that they have it and they want to be assured that they can think for Mm -hmm. themselves and like Mm -hmm. be trusted to deal with big issues and stuff and like obviously there are limits on that where you have to be like be responsible with how much a young mind can hold but I think these books do that um and they do it really well yeah um <laughs> yes so so uh to... <laughs> i mean the latter half of this book is just it's really bad to do things basically yeah i know so i love so they they you know trot off to meet up with taylor uh they're gonna dig dig hole as taxon and their andalites i love whenever tobias morphs an andalite because he, he's like ooh, they're focused yet playful with this unwavering optimism and it's like I'm going to (laughs) die. And then in like, oh, I love this moment. It's so beautiful. And it's so like, like, uh, like LGBTQ just family moment. I know they're actual family, but it's like, just like acts is like, you can't look exactly like me. I have to give you a haircut. Um, and then starts like snipping and is like, actually, this is a military ritual. Um, and it's like, sort of supposed to be like a symbol of like, you cut your hair to like remind yourself of when you fucked up and like, you just have to live with your hair growing back out. But it's the only way I know how to cut hair. So I'm, this is what I'm going to do. And it's just like that bonding of like, we're going to go into this together. Let me cut your hair. I was like, <sighs> yes. <sighs> Yes, I I was I was caught off guard by the name that it was called, the unsweet, uh, the unsweet. It sounds like a Wayne's World thing. <laughs> it does. It really <laughs> does. I don't know. I feel like it's supposed to like, um, have the have a, a like the it sounds like a tail blade cutting something. Sure, but yeah. No, I mean you're giving it. Um, you're being so generous right now i am i know that's but how we i need... feel towards this book <laughs> but we need this energy uh-huh <laughs> well and then we get more of like so like you know tobias uh uh, uh, uh later so th- something happens they meet up with taylor <laughs> yeah so they go to like the gas station um and she's like hi i'm we i know people who own the gas station we're gonna oh they have to get the tax on morph that's what happens yeah they get the oh yeah they get the tax on morph and that's a whole ordeal um there's a moment where like tobias is flying and he tries to catch a squirrel and the squirrel bites him and then he meets up with marco and marco's like what happened to your leg dude and tobias is like ah breakfast sometimes bites back or no he's to to marco he's like 
some of us have to work for our breakfast, okay? And Marco's like, oh, whatever. And Tobias is like, oh, well, it must be a struggle for you just to put a Pop-Tart in the toaster, so whatever. And then they meet up with the group, and Tobias is like, I don't know, my breakfast bit me back. And Marco was like, I mean, today I did try to look at a Pop-Tart, and it did hit me in the eye. <laughs> oh, I love him. It's like, yeah, so, He's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> And the morphing to taxon sucks, as expected. Sucks so much. I do like, though, that it's hard to see as a taxon because they have compound eyes, but their brains aren't powerful enough to put the pieces together. Um, so, which means that their brains are even less powerful than a fly, <laughs> which is too bad. Taxons are an insane animal. They are. They're, they're, the morphing is described as just like becoming liquid tube. Um, there's a moment like when Axe morphs the taxon later. I thought this was amazing. Um, the the phrase is something like it was like all form of a- all pieces of andalite had to be annihilated before the taxon could be created because Axe just basically becomes like a puddle. And yeah. then forms into a taxon. Yeah. And I love I love the idea that just physically an Andalite can't handle the thought of turning into a taxon, so it becomes something different first. <laughs> That's so Andalite in something it's, in a way that I love. It's yeah, it's so good. Um it uh, man, this book also does like a other really cool morphing thing where um uh Tobias has to morph from taxon to bird to andalite to keep up the ruse yeah um and like like they kind of like everyone else kind of covers for him sort of but he like does it you know yeah and he talks about how hard it is and like yeah. exhausting and painful which it should it's not painful that's the whole point thing of it but it apparently is if you do it too fast do too much of it at once yeah and taylor you know does very much attempt to kill tobias because he's coming at her as a taxon but axe made it so her dracon beam couldn't go above stun and tobias has this great like incredibly manic monologue about how he knows that taylor's a coward because she recognized that he was a coward and cowards always recognize other cowards and then try to victimize them and it's Uh like Ooh, honey! Hey, and Axe learns how to make taxons hibernate when you are them, which is good. And then, like, as Axe is just going, a lot starts to happen all at once, as often does at the end of these books. But there gets to a point where even Rachel is like, "Cassie was right. There, we can't do this." And like, if even Rachel is getting to the point of being like, "This is not a good plan. This is too much." Something has gone wrong. And it goes so wrong. So, so wrong. Can, can so, I... Um, I'm sorry if you already talked about this while I was trying to fucking de-virus my computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> I think this is one of the stronger books we've had in the last 10. For sure, yeah. There is... I have a decently sized problem with this. Like, I, I feel like this entire... Not, not to be the CinemaSins guy, but like this, this feels like th- there is a major plot thing, which is... I don't understand why they decided to continue to get into bed with the Taylor after that outburst from the from the human in the borders or wherever the hell they had coffee. I, I'm, yeah, me and Seda did kind of talk about that, but it is, okay, it is so sorry. crazy. It is like the biggest red flag, you know? Um, yeah. It's absolutely. truly insane. Uh, okay. um, no, I, but we didn't really get into like why. And I guess that what the book is trying to lean on is that I, I, 
is Tobias's Tobias it's personal for him like I mean he wants to I don't know I think no, he no, wants no, I, to I, I, I... Oh, sorry, go on, go on. I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to talk this out loud. I, I'm just trying to figure out what the book is trying to say about Tobias. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I think, but the thing, the thing that sours this for me is that later on, Jake mentions that he, uh, I don't remember, one, one of the mentions that I th- either Jake or Marco says that he and Axe witnessed this blow up in the borders. Right, uh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. Tobias and Marco did. Right, yeah, because Marco was watching. Yes, yes, yes. Marco noticed that, and... I, I, I do buy that for Tobias. If it was just Tobias in this unsupervised thing and he was like, I want to prove, like, I, if he's, like, he's, he's doing, he's making some fucked up decisions because of his trauma, like, this could be, like, I would, but the fact that Marco was also I don't know there, if Marco heard what happened, though. I think Marco only saw her throw the glass. Sure. Which is, okay. like, the I benefit do buy that. of, okay. yeah, that's the benefit of the doubt I'm willing to give just because, sure. like, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of these parts where I'm like, I don't know, like, I know that Tobias is dealing with a lot, but the way he is throwing himself forward through this, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, we haven't quite seen exactly why you're doing this. And I know that, I think a part of it is he does want to trust Taylor in a mm-hmm. way, um, as like a, for, like he over-identifies. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I think it is, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's, it's complicated. I think it's it's a lot of different things um, because it definitely is Tobias struggling. He's struggling real hard. Yeah. Um, and I think it is, but it is also um, everyone trusting Jake's judgment too and Jake trusting Tobias's judgment when he really right. shouldn't. And so all of the like, all of the support systems that are supposed to be there have actually given out and nobody realizes. Right, totally. Yeah. Um, I, I think it is a, a really a perfect storm because... They do talk about, like, not explicitly, explicitly, but, like, if she's fucking with us, I mean, this still might be the best chance we have, you know? Yes. Yeah, totally. Like, they all have pretty much admitted they think she has, at the very least, ulterior motives, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which sort of start to come out around here. So, I mean, the, the weakest part for me was that I could buy them... Uh, going forward after the weird controller like host outbreak thing uh-huh. i can't buy them going forward after rachel has decided it's a bad plan yeah right i think that that would make all of them get really sober really quickly totally yeah, absolutely like, um, like yeah. that 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 is the that is the last bastion of like like, like when you've cro- when you when you've like crossed Rachel's line, that means that you crossed the line like two miles ago. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I there's part of it where I think that they they think that at this point they're too far in to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is when Taylor starts giving Tobias a classic villainous "join me" speech. Mm-hmm. It is um, actually so good, though. It's it really insane. good. There and is some it. incredible prose in here too that I want to just shout out real quick. Hold on, yeah, totally. Evernote, and uh, I, I just love that he's like, "What about democracy?" And she's like, "Democracies need leaders." <laughs> um. So though, so to, this is just a back and forth. Uh, Tobias asks, "Is it a freedom?" It is a kind of freedom, she answered. Oh, this I, is it. Yeah. A, is is it is is it is is it is it can happiness? I be happy? I, can I be happy? I asked. It is a kind of happiness, she replied. That is so good. 
It was so, so fucking good. good. Um, I, I, uh, I've been re, I, I, um, in, uh, the Discord server for, uh, podcast friend of the show, Post Game of Thrones, there has been a, we've started rereading the books together, and that line right there, like, th those, that, like, small back and forth really felt like George R.R. R. Martin-esque a little bit to me. Sure. Yeah, so I, it, it is, it is so sophisticated for, it, this is gonna be, like, I guess sound condescending, but like I guess for, it's sophisticated for my expectations of a book. Like, like yeah. and despite my praise, you know, like I was like so floored by like a yeah. conversation like that, you know. And especially, especially considering the uh, like the 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 level of filler that last week was. Like last week was yeah. literally the incredible or the incredible journey. Like right, yeah. Like that's the beach anime of North America of of, of of like United States cartoons. Totally, absolutely. <laughs> and. Um, what's, what's weird about this is that the, I, I went I went and looked at what um, other books this ghostwriter has done, and the most recent one was Forty One, the one where Jake just kind of goes to the future. Which uh, is you know, there's two sides to every coin. Sometimes you know, that's not some, a phrase. Like, sometimes, oh. you, sometimes you just have one hell of a glow up in three months. <laughs> yeah. I like so. Taylor tries to sort of seduce Tobias to the dark side a couple of times, and in between those times, Axe nearly eats himself to death, mm -hmm. which is the worst irony. I was so angry about it. <laughs> it was like, like as a taxon, he's just like digging and digging and digging, and this is partially taxons, but also it is Axe. Yeah, it is and Axe. And he nearly dies, and they have to drag him out. And yep. This is like... They they get to the Yerk pool when Tobias is digging again, and he is staring. He can't understand why some of the controllers are acting the way that they are, and he realizes that like, oh shit, a bunch of the like peace treaty here, like people are here, and that's when Taylor has that incredible conversation with him, mm -hmm. and he like seems to be genuinely considering like, yeah. Maybe I should just be Taylor's host. Like maybe maybe that's just what we do. And mm -hmm. then he's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, thank God. Because honestly, at this, I don't, like, I didn't truly believe that, like, that was the thing that would take Tobias out of the game, you know? Like, I, th I thought, that, but I did think, like, hey... Tobias could become a controller for a couple of books. Uh, yeah. yeah. And also, like, and, and also, and maybe not even for a couple of books. Like, we are into the final, this is, like, the, uh, like, um, this is the 12th to last book. Like, right. Yeah. It's, it's just, not, in, it's not the my... endest of end games, but, like, this is where, like, things can't, this is where, like, things are going towards it. Yeah. End. In my heart of hearts, I just, I, like, I'm still not spoiled on what happens to Tobias, but I, I just didn't believe that's what it was. Yeah. Right, yeah. But I, they, I was like, it's possible. Totally. And then there's, like, this uh, chase sequence where uh, Tobias is trying to eat Taylor, and she's, like, knocked out all of the other uh, Animorphs, and then she just fucking, she's like, he's like, if, if, if you shoot the pipe, like, you will die, but you'll die too. And she's like, fuck you. I won't die. I'm a slug inside of a skull that's like reinforced with a bunch of titanium. I'll be fine. Pew, pew. Yeah. Machine son. It and, sucks. Uh, Everyone is on fire for a chapter. It's the worst. The whole chapter, they're getting blown down. They can't breathe. Tobias kind of realizes that the taxon doesn't really need to. And then he's like pushing his friends who are nearly dead to whack towards the surface and he's like screaming at himself to like not 
eat them just return and then the gas turns off and they go up and they see they're like oh someone turned the gas off oh weird there was a break-in at the pumping station it looks like an animal got in there wonder what happened and i honestly had i had no idea what was going to happen either. i had no idea who was going to be in there right um, um and it it turns out it's so they because they first see a bunch of um human controllers who are dressed in like uniform and they aren't all dead but they are all on the floor and nearly dead to the point where there are a bunch of yurks like crawling out of their ears mm-hmm. and they kind of go forward into the controlling station even though they don't really have time to investigate and find cassie there just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and tobias <sighs> is like it's gonna be okay and she's like no it's not it's just Man. not <laughs> and i was like <laughs> animorphs animorphs hurts me animorphs have, hurts me so much animorphs disease i have it terminal animorphs disease and then um, Tobias and Rachel go to the beach like they always do. Yeah. <laughs> they just hang out at the beach and talk. Yeah. It, if there is a Tobias book, it's going to end with a chapter of him and Rachel, like, it's just going to end with a chapter of him and Rachel doing some, like, normal shit. Yeah. Well, and, and they, they and then like, like, there's, And then there's always going to be an abrupt ending on a line, on, like, a, a, a line that is at least intended to rend hearts. Yeah. They, they you know, they, they sort of say, like, the basic thing that happened behind the scenes, like, what Cassie's unseen C plot was was that she contacted like the Yerk Resistance because Jake yeah. was like, "Yeah, go ahead if we you want." A, we get a name drop here for uh, what was the guy? What was the name? Timber. Tidwell. Tidwell. Mm-hmm. Yes, the teacher that from that one book, like twenty book. I don't know how I remember that, but not Taylor. It <laughs> yeah, was much more right. recent. <laughs> but um, yeah, Tidwell, the professor who they like team the, the 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 teacher at their school who they teamed up with, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they basically learned that Taylor had been working for Visser 3 the whole time, had realized that the Resistance had switched their feeding schedule, so was like, oh, we can blow up the Andalite bandits and a bunch of the Resistance at the same time and blame it all on the Resistance. And then Tobias tries to catch a twig, and Rachel tries to catch the same twig, and instead they hold hands and the twig fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Animorphs. <laughs> I want them to get brunch together in like a decade me too <laughs> yeah me too so much um i want i want um rachel to order like the most loaded of, uh bloody mary could possibly be uh-huh and um uh tobias like is, it, it's pink because there's boy. just so much liquor in it <laughs> wait what's, Marco, what's in a bloody mary uh bloody mary's tomato juice and what's the other thing a mimosa, a little bit of vodka. No, yeah, vodka. Okay, no. And my, oh, my, yeah. my, my, my a joke bunch was of other shit. <laughs> my, my joke was that the amount of vodka would dilute it to the point where it was more of a pink Mary than anything. Well, the dangerous thing about a Bloody Mary is that tomato juice really covers up liquor, uh, really well. Right, uh, <laughs> it's the dangerous thing. Marco's um, the type who would get the one with a hamburger on it. Oh my god, yeah. They go to a place with like a Bloody Mary bar, and he goes fucking insane <laughs> yeah he doesn't even really want the drink he like gives it to rachel <laughs> just eats the rest of the stuff yeah I can see marco asking I, I i imagine that like every time marco goes into a like a, a restaurant that has like an average meal cost of above ten dollars uh he's just like can i see a kid's menu <laughs> just a little he loves the grilled joke. cheese yep that's the grilled cheese for sure yep. um uh we have question cool mm-hmm. uh 
This question is from Twitter user at nudity, uh, who mm-hmm. wants to know, I want, at the Wonder Years, I want to stop thinking about this, so I'm sending it for next week. How do they all take their coffee slash Starbucks order? And when did they send that? Would you say maybe three weeks to six months ago? Uh, December 14th, 2019. Not that long ago. Okay. Three weeks. <laughs> you know, it, we've done worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. I mean... Marco's obviously like he doesn't like coffee, but if he'll do it, like it's so much cream and so much sugar. Yep. Right. I mean, first he has to grow out of ordering it black just to like be cool. Yeah. Right, because he hates it and never drinks it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I can see Cassie going with like a, a really like just like a really low, uh, just like a I don't like a black coffee I, or like a one or two creams. Yeah, I feel like she. Like I probably I, I, doesn't drink coffee. She's mm-hmm. more of a tea person, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I also can I also have I also can inve- envision her like waking up early to do to do like some vet work with one of her parents and they've they brewed a pot of coffee and she's like might as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm my heart is feeling things like thinking about like 18-year-old Cassie like grinding up beans and making yeah. coffee in the morning. Like um oh my god. Um, I think I think Rachel's really stuck up about her coffee beans, so she That's buys exactly the coffee beans. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. They like moved into an apartment together, and mm-hmm. Cass is like, "I don't understand why we can't just have a drip coffee maker." And Rachel's like, "Because they're bullshit." <laughs> Cassandra, don't you want the full flavor of the beans? And Cassie's like, "I don't know." The beans. to me. <laughs> the beans. She's like, well, "I'm just gonna be making myself." Like a like a lip, Lipton black tea in like yeah. a second anyway, so it's fine. Um, um, uh, some one of them has to. I, I this is not a thing I'm gonna hard commit to, but I think one of them has to drink like instant coffee. Uh, Jake is an instant coffee man. Yeah, yeah. Or Folgers. Oh, Folgers instant. are an instant coffee. I thought you said incense and i was like what's this trend i haven't heard of (laughs) oh my god you have to go to la and get the incense coffee incense coffee no it's uh, you misheard me it's the incensed coffee it's coffee that you it's the it's coffee it's just prepared that's all coffee baby (laughs) well no i was just gonna more say it's coffee made by someone who's extremely mad at you Uh (laughs) uh-huh if you if you order it if you order it the person that you scorned in the fourth grade is called in and they will make you the coffee for you God, mm-hmm. Jake just mixing instant coffee with with cream, like not even like with water, and then putting cream in. Oh, he's like, coffee what? mate! He, oh my god, I just had flashbacks <laughs> to my father telling me that his dad used to just pour coffee mate and cereal in the morning, and oh I, <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> Jake and Marco absolutely do that sometimes when they're roommates. <laughs> yes, for sure. Oh my they're god, like, cause, cause, no, dude. It means you're getting it all at the same time. It's so efficient. <laughs> High five. Oh my god, because it's always like the like the the fancy like like caramel latte coffee mate or like the peppermint eggnog coffee mate. Oh my god. Oh yep. my god. Oh, I want. I, I what, want about my Tobi- what about Tobias? What about Tobias? I need college roommate AU fanfic to be. I need it to be manifested in my hands right now. I mean, listen. You just need to let us finish the book series. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. You're not. This wrong. is my superpower. All right, we're yeah. going. Okay, so from starting now, we're gonna go do one book a week. Let's go, go, go. One book a day, and then yeah, we're finished. Yeah, that, that's better actually. Daily episodes. <laughs> um. Tobias, Tobias, does Tobias, is Tobias a, 
energy drink person, do you think? Is, oh, is Tobias I can a totally NOS drinker? Yeah, oh god, Tobias, absolutely. <laughs> I can absolutely see Tobias just like. Um, never seen with never seen without one of like those uh, those white tall boys. Oh yeah. I mean, I think he definitely has the ability like to be on Rachel's side and be like kind of snotty about it, and like definitely loves the romance of like sitting there on a patio with like a cup of black coffee. But like, he also is not seen without a can of energy drink in his hand. Right, he just like, allows himself years. the luxury. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it's oh, now I'm thinking about I just, them. Oh, like, I just got the most. I, I just got an idea in my head of mm-hmm. just a, a red-tailed hawk just perched up on a tree, and up on his head is a little snapback monster hat. Oh, <laughs> yes. like that. Um, Axe is ethically not allowed to consume caffeine. No, but he like he gets in. They can get him like a a decaf frappuccino, you know. Oh, like, he! Oh my God! Yes, and he'll try to they, get the cup. He, the, yeah. They, he they. Wait, 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 okay, hold on. He orders it. He does not order it decaf, but they make sure that he is always first in line so that they can follow up by saying, "Please make that one decaf." Yep. <laughs> it's like that Chris Fleming teens who drink coffee sketch, just like. <laughs> Triple pump, no foam decaf latte. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're like, you know what? If you just want to give us just like a ounce of caramel syrup, he'd probably be fine with that. <laughs> uh, um. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't think about this anymore. But I. But I have to. I'm okay. Last is just like. So Tobias doesn't allow himself the luxury of like nice coffee, but sometimes he will crash at Rachel and Cassie's place and yes. just like, it's like a Sunday morning and they're like, we're going to brunch in two hours, but I'm making coffee now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and there's, there's like he, a, there's like a vague, like Rachel Tobias bickering about like, no, you should really, this one should sit for three minutes. Uh, I think probably 245 is about the limit for this roast, don't you think? Well, actually, you know, I've been making a lot of it, and at this course of a grinder, we do need, like, three minutes. I don't know anything about coffee, by the way, obviously. Um, and Cassie's uh. just like, what you guys up to? <laughs> they make Cassie try both, and they're like, I hate both of them. <laughs> Um, Love you guys though. What's up? Cassie, oh my god, Cassie prefers going out to eat with Rachel and Tobias because they go to fancy places with vegan options on the menu. Absolutely. Um, But um, would probably enjoy like spending like that, like an afternoon at a place with like Jake if there was options for her on the menu because like it's just like so much lower stakes, you know? The stakes oh, are so much lower. Like, you know that Rachel like tries to like tries to meet her halfway by like buying her really fancy tea leaves. Uh-huh. And like a whole tea set. And uh-huh. then like she walks in the afternoon one time and Cassie's like staring at her with like wide eyes and guilt and Rachel's like, What's up? Like opens her teapot and is like, What the fuck? <laughs> are these still like twenty five they were so cheap. I know they were so cheap. Why are you drinking this? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Yes, oh, she has uh, just like a just like a crate. She like yeah. whole, like goes to, has a Costco membership with Rachel, um, but she's the only one who uses it. Um, and she just buys bulk Lipton Black tea. 
Um, it's so rancid. It's just so awful. But uh-huh. she's she's like, it gets the job done, and Rachel is like, does it? <laughs> <laughs> what job, Cassie? Cassandra, <laughs> what job? Uh- <laughs> Oh no, we have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> we have to go right now immediately. <laughs> the, yeah, there's no there's no further up the chain to bring this. Santa already sent this into us so that we could stop so that they could stop thinking about it. Now we we have nowhere to send it, so we must end it. Yeah. So, the cycle the cycle of coffee of coffee head cannons ends with us. I feel do you do you still have that tweet up? What time did I, I send it? You sent that tweet at that would be 9 a.m. Was it a Saturday, maybe? I Let's feel take like a look at the calendar. I was either... That was indeed a Saturday, yes. Okay, so I start work at 9 on Saturdays. So uh-huh. definitely what happened is I had been obsessing about this all night <laughs> and had to go to work and had to exercise it from my body before I could move on with my day. That's very much what happened. I'm actually flushing a little bit that I just called myself out so specifically. Um, my face got a little hot when I was like, oh, no, I know exactly what this behavior was. So that's hey. what that was. <laughs> hey, Seda, where can we find you online? Oh, you know, uh, on Twitter at nudity with an E-A instead of a Y or um, music at gaygothvibes.online. I just released a new EP like uh, a week and a half ago. It's very good. Fuck yeah, um, new EP. Thank you. And another podcast called Music for Mole Hills, also on Noise Space. Nice. Um, Noise you space. can find me I, I on finally... The- Got oh. around to listening to the the latest episode of uh, Music for Mole Hills, and I sent <laughs> I sent Seda a message today that was the song they they wrote a song from the perspective of mascot of the show Gerald. Yes. Um, and I told Seda that it sounded like a pitch perfect uh, parody of an Ostra song. Like if Weird Al did Ostra, that's what it would be. Mm. I'm like not familiar, but I do love Fuck. that. For me. I took I took I kind of took a gamble on Ostra because they are a, uh, a a queer Canadian musician, and and you all you guys all know each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. I only know podcasts. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to find me on the internet, you can go to. Uh, twitter.com forward slash Blair Kitsch and I'm screaming about these things all the time and that's all you need. Hey Sarah, what about you? Hi, uh, I can be found on twitter.com slash sunhatgenia. I don't know why I gave the fucking URL. <laughs> don't, follow, don't follow in my footsteps ever. I'm a bad... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At sunhatgenia on Twitter and... That, oh yeah, I have other podcasts too. Um, sorry, I'm on like four hours of sleep and I've had a very long day. Um, you can find my other uh, other podcasts also at Noise Space. Uh, Fear Baiting, which is on break right now, but it's com- coming in hot back in February. Uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Also returning from break uh, this week, actually, on that one. Um, I think I was on someone's podcast. No, I wasn't. I haven't, been, I haven't done any podcasting in forever because I made the conscious decision to take a break. <laughs> podcasts don't exist. Um well, uh, if you want to find the show, you wow. can do so. Heel turn from Death, uh, Love, and Podcasts. Interesting. <laughs> New year, baby. New um, us. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Death, Love, and Crossword, the New York Times Crosswords. Um, if you More want to shot. contact the show, you can do so at uh, The Wonder Yorks on Twitter. That's about it. Uh, subscribe to us places, do things, um, slap our asses, but only <laughs> online. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, please, please do not try to attempt to solve my ass slap puzzle in real life. No. Um, uh, <laughs> what a strange sentence. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a stupid Tumblr post that you haven't seen. Don't worry about probably. it. Um, uh, we will see you guys in. If you try that on me. Hundred percent fatality rate. Yes. Um, uh, but don't die, and find us again in uh, two weeks um, with our next book episode. Uh, but until <laughs> and I have been Blair. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Blair. <laughs> Who are you two people? I don't know. I'm Sarah. I'm Santa. And remember, keep your hands. Hey guys, keep that hand on those Escaville devices. Hey, try to eat that Escaville device. Why not? <laughs> Woo! Just, just Woo! Get a that lick. Thing. It probably, it probably <laughs> tastes. It probably tastes like blue. It's so good. Try it. <laughs>